Sweden. Spectacular landscapes. Stunning architecture. The Nobel Prize. And ABBA. To mark the one-year anniversary of their ABBA Voyage show, I've been given the only interview in the world with ABBA. Well, half of them. Hello. Hello, Victoria. Hello, Welcome. how Welcome. are you? Welcome Aww, to Stockholm. Thank you very much for Come inviting to our us to your studio. studio. This, yeah, this looks intriguing. Yeah, it's, it's a nice place. I've been told that we should look in the bathroom. In the bathroom? Yeah. Is that, I know that's oh, yeah, a, yeah, an yeah. odd thing to suggest, mm -hmm. but... No, this, this is because all, all the artists or bands that have been here sign the walls. Ah, here. they sign the tiles. Yeah, yeah. yeah so there we've cool. got Coldplay. Coldplay, that's cool. That's yeah. Abba there you been here. That's yeah. you. Yeah, that's Abba. Cat oh. Stevens was here. Really? Um, yeah, there's been a lot of people here actually, but I don't know whom. I don't run the day-to-day -day business. No, but this is a cool bathroom. This is the control room. Uh, so when you were recording Voyage in 2021, you had Anna Fried and Agneta in there, yeah. and you're mixing it yeah, yeah. in here. Yeah. yeah. It's a bit messy in here because there's been a TV team here, you see. I know, it's us, I'm sorry. Apologies from Newsnight. It's the one-year anniversary of the ABBA Voyage show. It took years to create. You described it as a risk because you didn't know if people were going to come and see digital recreations of you. Has it, is it a gamble that's paid off? Oh, no. Yes, most certainly, yes. Well, it, it, well, artistically, definitely. Yeah. Why do you say artistically, definitely? Well, because we achieved more than we could ever hope for, you know? Seeing this happening, after sort of four or five years of, of work in, in different areas, coming there, see the first preview and realize that the audience actually connected to yeah. what was on there. Not like, not like they were watching a movie, but as if we were actually there. So that was great. You chose London to open ABBA Voyage and you chose East London, not far from the Olympic Stadium. Why? Well, London, because of uh, it's our second home, you know, and, and also because of the infrastructure, it's, it's all there. You say you employ around 75% of front of house staff from the local boroughs, from yeah. Newham, Waltham Forest, Hackney Tower, Hamlets. Yeah. Was that a deliberate policy? Of course. And we want to employ 100% uh, locally, but 70 so far. So we have a program, right? The company who has uh, set up an education system for people from the schools and the, and the environments around. And uh, they've had one go at it, I don't know, maybe eight weeks ago, mm -hmm. 600 people came, 50 teachers, and they loved it. And they're, all, they're, they're learning about uh, the whole VFX systems, they're learning about the sound systems, the lights, the communications, the automata automatic stuff. And, and these jobs are going to be so important for London. Where do you want to take the show next? Maybe something, one, in, in one replica 
in, in North America, maybe one in Asia. There are talks, but, but uh, nothing uh, tangible yet. I have to say, I'd like to go to Australia. That's yes. what it would feel good to come back there yeah. and say thank you, Australians, for supporting us from day one. I mean, Bruce Springsteen is still touring. He's in his 70s. Mm. Uh, the Rolling Stones are still touring, they're in their 70s. Elton John is still touring, he's in his 70s, although this, he says, is his farewell tour. Obviously, we would like them to go on forever. That's not going to be possible. But can you see this technology recreating gigs in the future so that generations to come might be able to see Bruce Springsteen live? I, I think that's quite possible. And not only like ABBA Voyage, but also AI-driven, AI mm -hmm. so that they will actually be able to talk to the audience in real time and, and you will, the illusion will be complete. Do you think it will be a different experience if it was Amy Winehouse or Whitney Houston or Prince? Tricky, right? Mm. How do you deal with that? Because everyone knows that they're not around anymore. So what would they say themselves about doing this? We can say yes or no to everything, yeah, yeah. We, which we have. Uh, so the audience know that we're behind this. In February, David Guetta, the French DJ, at a gig, played what appeared to be an Eminem track. Mm. He'd created it, he'd done the lyrics using AI, he'd come up with Eminem's voice using AI. Half the crowd thought Eminem was actually there. This is the future rave sound. I'm getting lost in an underground. This is the future rave sound. I'm getting lost in an underground. It could be happening already that fake abstracts are being created by AI. Are you, are you ready for that? I think there will always be a problem with AI music. Why do you think uh, we've been so successful? Because it comes from people who mean what they're doing, who put their heart into it and talent. If you don't have that, who's going to be interested in listening to, to what? And the regulator is, as usual, far behind. And it's very difficult to regulate and know exactly what to do. I mean, you can train an AI on ABBA song catalogue, in theory, and, and then come up with ABBA songs. And who is then the, the creator of those songs? Uh, that's going to be for the regulator in the future to decide. It means that we have to know when the AI is, is uh, you know, is, is the writer of a song. Mm. We have to know. In, in uh, every aspect, we need, to, we need to know. So when we look at YouTube, it, it has to say AI somewhere. And, and that is the only solution, mm. I think. So People music, need to so know. So music lovers know yeah. what yeah. they're listening yeah. to. Yeah. That should yeah. not be totally impossible, should it? No. Yeah. Can I just show you this really quickly? And you may have seen this before. Stay there, let me just come round here. So this is ChatGPT, which obviously you will know about. If I put in here, write me, write a song in the style of ABBA about love and, what, love and? Loss. Loss. Love and, no, because it'll come up with Brotherhood of Man. Yeah. Love and loss, right? Okay, verse one. I thought I had it all with you by my side, but then you walked away and my heart just died. 
I search for you in every crowd. I hear you calling out my name, but you're not there. It's so unfair. I'm lost in this endless game. <laughs> I, would say, I would say that that's crap. From a lyrical <laughs> point of view. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so you think those lyrics are not up to much. <laughs> but but it, it's, I mean, that, that could create a fake ABBA track. We live in a world now where art, music, lyrics, books are being kind of reappraised through the filter of the modern world. In that spirit, I was struck by the fact that Does Your Mother Know in Mamma Mia is sung by a woman. It, it's, it's great. That woman at that time is singing that song. You mean talk about uh, that they're changing the words in, in Roald Dahl's books and stuff? I don't think so. I should leave them as they are. See them for what they are and for what time they were released. Eurovision will be here in Sweden yeah. next year. 50 years, as you know, you don't need me to remind you, since you won it with Waterloo. There is already a clamour for the four of you to reunite on stage, in person, not the avatars. You want to make a bet? <laughs> Are you considering it? No. Seriously? Seriously, no. No way. Why? Well, I don't want to. And if I don't want to, they won't go. <laughs> it's the same for all four of us. Someone says no, it's a no. Yeah. And, uh, yes, that's, that's how it works. Okay. You want One... to go? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. You're not even going to consider it? No. No. Okay. I could celebrate 50 years of, of ABBA without us being on stage. So you definitely won't get on stage to sing, but would you walk on stage together, the four of you? Not me. <laughs> so, so that means that. <laughs> That's a no then, OK. Can you remember the first time you met? Yeah. You can? Absolutely. Can you? 1966. That's a long story. And we were sitting under a tree playing Beatles songs. Why? So we said maybe we should work together because I, I knew that he was writing songs for his band mm -hmm. and he knew I was writing for my band. So we said let's, let's join forces one day and see what happens. You have known each other then for 57 years. Mm. Have you ever fallen out? No, not really. But we have had different of opinions well, we many, do. many times. Constantly, yes. I'd say. Yes. But it doesn't matter. Because what we've uh, achieved together, you know, keeps us together. Why do you think this friendship has endured? Um, partly because it, it started really as a, a friendship. We, we, you know, spent so much time together and we met the ladies as well. But also professionally, because we never kind of stood still always wanted to write new stuff, find new things. And also we rarely meet. <laughs> well, we meet, actually, we meet like every week, but that's about work. Yeah. But we don't socialize. We don't go out for dinners or visit each other's homes and no. have to have a drink. So no, we don't. Well, thank you very much for talking to us. Um, Bjorn Olveus, Benny Anderson, thank you for speaking to Newsnight. We really appreciate it. Um, Taksumike. Thank you. Taxu yet to me, okay?